I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every week we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel. We introduce you to members of our church staff and community every single week. I do believe it is a treat and it is a treasure. Well, per usual, I am joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Highs. Glory to God in the hizzy, Hallie. How are you? Oh, so good, Gray. How's it going? What's up with you, my brother? Big, exciting news oh, for yeah? me, Hallie. Oh. I have started dating a new lady uh, online, uh, of course, but uh, it's, it is pretty exciting. Wow. <laughs> Oh, great. Yeah. That's so exciting. What's her name? Uh, her name is Becky DeBupo. What? Becky DeBupo. Buka DeBepo? What? Buka DeBepo? What? Buka DeBepo? No, Becky DeBupo. Oh. Maybe I'm just always thinking about pasta. Huh. Well, where's she from? Um. Well, right now she's living in Waco, Texas. and In I think Waco, Texas? I think it's pronounced Waco. Well, she pronounces it Waco, Hallie. Oh. And yeah, we're just doing a lot of checking in with each other, a lot of praying together, and uh, you know, just talking on the phone. It's Aww. been great. Yeah. I'm what do you so, talk about? I, I mean, it's pretty private, Hallie. I mean, but, but you know, mostly we're getting to know each other. 
uh, and we talk about getting married. <sighs> and anyway, I just anyway, I'm really I'm excited about it. I don't want to I don't want to jinx it. So Hallie, we had this awesome weekend with my teens in Climax. We did a fundraiser. It was mm. so great. We were raising all this money for euthanasia. Fundraiser just, for euthanasia. Uh, yes. What? It's a really important issue, Hallie, and we got to make sure these kids are in a better place. Oh, no. Really? Well, I mean, I guess heaven is a better place, but I don't think they should be making that decision. I mean, it's the most important decision you can make, Hallie. Oh, well, I don't know if I think that's right, Gray. I mean, it's like Dr. Death or something. Dr. Death, what are you talking about, Hallie? Like physician-assisted suicide, euthanasia. What are you talking about? I'm talking about giving Bibles to kids in China. Oh. Euthanasia. Oh. Anyway, how was your weekend, Hallie? Oh, we had such a powerful weekend. Steve was teaching from the main stage, and he just was knocking it out of the park per huge. That's awesome. He just brings the power of Christ, and just it just I watch lives transformed every single weekend. They line up to talk to Steve afterwards, and just to I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I just want to pinch myself to be in the presence of such a powerful man of God. Totally. Yeah. I yeah. I, I think a lot of people want to pinch themselves. It's just an honor. And um, I just never want to take it for granted that I get to sit in these leadership meetings with this man who, I mean, he, I mean, I know, you know, we got to focus on God. We got to keep our eyes on Christ. But Steve is just a really wonderful, you know, earthly example of, of what a man of God looks like and, and acts like and. I just, I really do. I count my blessings and I don't want to take it for granted. I get to sit in these meetings with them. And, you know, between you and me and the lamppost, sometimes, Gray, I'm going to be totally honest. I sit in these meetings and I feel kind of bad about myself because, you know, I don't know. My hair has thinned out since having my kids. And, you know, you know, what having children does to your body and all of Steve, you know, head pastor Steve, all of his other assistants and, you know, weekend producers and stuff. They're just a lot of like, you know, younger, single, such beautiful girls. And it's just hard not to compare yourself, you know? I know, Hallie, but you can't feel bad about like, you know, stuff like that. It's the one thing you can't control, except you could control, you know, you could control the hair thing and the and the body stuff, but you just can't control your age, you know? That's just what you are. It's and how, then how I, you know, you. I'm a mom. And I, right. you know. And you, you can't control that. Once you start controlling that, then it's a whole other thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, but I felt so much better this week because we're sitting there in a meeting and I've been trying to drink enough ounces of water every day to stay hydrated for my body weight. I looked up how much water you should drink every day and I'm trying to do it. Uh-huh. And so I'm drinking water all day long. I have to constantly pee. So I was excusing myself this week from one of our leadership team meetings because I had to go to use the ladies' room. And um, it was so cool. I, I just sometimes I feel like head pastor Steve doesn't notice me or, you know, I'm just sort of this like invisible. <laughs> it's funny. You know how they always say, what would you rather have, visibility or flying? Oh, right. Totally. I would say I don't, I'd probably say lifting things, but... Well, I always used to think invisibility because I would want to sneak in and listen to people's conversations. Oh, yeah. Or be tan all year round. That'd be cool. And also, if you're invisible, you actually can fly for free because you could just invisibly sneak onto a plane and go to Hawaii for free. 
Or have striated abs. That's another thing, yeah. But one thing I didn't realize is all you got to do is stay alive long enough to be a female over 40. And guess what? You become invisible. So here I am, uh, excusing myself from this leadership uh, meeting to use the ladies' room. And I got up. And you know what? Steve noticed I was leaving. And he goes, where are you going? And I said, I'm sorry, I have to use the restroom quickly. I'll be right back. And um, so, uh, right when I said I have to use the restroom, he, he says to the whole room in front of everybody, he goes, only if we can watch. <laughs> that is so funny. Isn't that awesome? That is a hilarious joke yeah. that I would have laughed at as well. Well, you know what? It just made me feel like one of the gang. It made me feel included and seen and flattered, frankly. I mean, it was a compliment. That is awesome. I hope he makes a joke like that about me one day. I know. I'm kind of like, well, I'm going to keep it up with the water. <laughs> All right. In fact, I kind of have to use the restroom right now. <laughs> okay, go for it. Mm. Well, Gray, maybe you could say cute complimentary stuff like that to uh, Buka de Beppo. It's Becky de Beppo. With Kizik Can's free shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Al-Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain... Oh, we're trying to well. ascertain? Yes. Okay. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertain. <laughs> This month is... Wow! Oh, Maze, why'd you say that? Supercharge it. <laughs> so that this promo can remain evergreen. I feel like explaining a little bit more. In 60 seconds? I don't know. Maybe I don't bring attention to it. Assuring people like, look, if you listen, you're going to get it. Just give it, give it time. That's a good promo. Just listen to it. Give it time. You'll figure it out. Is this the promo right now? Isn't it? Okay, I think we got it. Cinefo. Wherever you get podcasts. <laughs> Well, 
Just like Jesus traveled around in his ministry with 12 men, our guest today has a ministry traveling around with 12 football players. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Ramdi Hungry. Welcome, my friend. Hi, hi. Thanks so much for having me. This is it's so exciting. Oh, Randy, it is awesome to see you. And if anybody has uh, not, uh, if anybody's not familiar with the awesome work that you are doing all over the world in the name of Jesus, uh, today is the day that they're going to find out about it. Tell us a little bit about Kicking for Christ. Kicking for Christ. Thanks so much. It's a program I started, which combines the uh, the two things I love the most: kicking and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Okay. Ah, and when you and when you do yes. say kicking, is that uh, is that just, just sort of general kicking, or, or, or what are you kicking exactly? Well, uh, we're kicking away temptation. Yes. We're also kicking a soccer ball yeah. uh, across a field, uh, north, south, east, west. Uh, uh, soccer. It's, I'm passionate about soccer or football, as we we call it in the rest of the world. Uh-huh. That is. I great. feel like soccer is such a god honoring sport. It feels like a wholesome one. You know, there are other athletics where you're like, I don't know if guys need to be wrestling each other and holding each other so tightly and sweating on each other or punching each other. But soccer feels very wholesome, very God honoring. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what uh, that's what drew me to the the game in the first place as a as a young young lad. I've played it most of my life. I, I think I first kicked a, a ball when I was eighteen, and uh, I've just been I just haven't haven't uh, looked back since. Oh. That is awesome, and you and, and about how old are you now? Uh, I'm 27. Okay, so you've been doing it just under just under a decade. That is awesome. Those are magic. Yeah, yeah, most of my life. Yeah. Wow. So, how did you get interested in uh, soccer or football? Uh, you know, we don't we actually don't really care about uh, soccer or football in Australia. We've got totally different games. But uh, what? Yeah, what what is it that that got you first interested in in this game? I was actually born. In the United Kingdom. Oh, oh awesome! And yes, yeah. So um, finally, on my 18th birthday, I was uh, alone in my uh, in my flat. I said to myself, "I want to try something new. I want to try something new. What uh, What haven't I done my entire life?" And um, a commercial uh, or advert came on the the television, and it was um, a fellow by the name of David Beckham. He was promoting mm. he was promoting some shampoo, uh, and uh, and as you can tell by my current uh, hairdo, a quaff. Right. I am a big fan of shampoo. I, I tried the shampoo that David Beckham was pushing. Uh, it worked out great for me. I, want, I said, "What else does David Beckham have?" Soccer. Oh, totally. Soccer in his life, oh. and uh, that's uh, that's what led me to the soccer field. Awesome. Have you heard of David Ginola? Uh, I can't say that I have, but oh. it sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Jürgen Klinsmann? Oh. Um, not sure I have, but also mm-hmm. what a name. Yeah, yeah. The two players, they, they played long before I was interested in the game, but uh, their posters are, are on the walls at, at Tottenham Hotspur. I went to the stadium and, uh, and, and I said, hey, I'd like to give this a try. And, um, you know, by the, uh, by the grace of God, they, they directed me to a, a community team that was uh, just... Uh, a few a few miles away. Was this a youth team, or were, were, were these kids? A pickup game. Yes, it was. A, it was a youth. I was the oldest person on the team by by quite quite a bit. Well, it's not like you had a lot to learn. It's pretty straightforward. You got to get the ball down the field. You can't use your hands, and you want to get it in the net. I mean, what else is there to really know? And I'm. Did you take to it immediately? I mean, you're so tall. I wonder, does that feel like you're a bunch of just like long leg bones out there? I feel like a lot of footballers are, are short little guys that their their knees and ankles are just practically right around the ball. I, I am definitely tall for a soccer player, and uh, and especially with the the age difference uh, in those games, I stood out even 
even more. But I, I, I took to it. It was, uh, it, was, it was pretty pretty easy for me to uh, just kind of uh, take the ball and, uh, and, and score against, against the opposition. A lot of complaints from uh, the opposing parents, but it worked out great for me. That ah. is great. And so now you are taking soccer. And how, how do you do this? You, you are going around as an ambassador, basically, yes. uh, f- for Twin Hills, and you are setting up these youth soccer programs all over the world for, for you know, everywhere for kicking for Christ. Isn't that right? Yes, yes. I'm a, I feel like I'm a very lucky and blessed man. I get to go to, uh, to different cities, different countries, and I invite young people to come and try out for the team. It is a rigorous trial for each uh, each team. Oh, so oh, it's not 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 everyone is included. It, it, not everyone makes the team. Everyone's invited. Not everyone makes it. That's the slogan we we uh, we have in our in our marketing, and we want people to come in and uh, and try their best. And I, and I push them. I push them in the immediate trial. And I mean that is that unfortunately that's like heaven. You know what I mean? Yep. Everybody's yep. got yep. an opportunity. Yep. Yes. Yep. But yep. if you don't make the right choices, if you're not yep. the best yep. at the choices that you need to make to get there, wow. you're not you're not going to be there. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. And I, um, you know, oh, one of the things I tell people, I say, I say, Jesus is our Christ, but Jesus is also our coach. Oh, awesome. makes sense. Yeah. It totally does. Yeah. You know, I like to yeah. think that if whistles were around mm-hmm. when Jesus was was uh-huh. here. Uh-huh. He would have one. Yeah, I, I I'm a fellow walking down the street, and I see an attractive lady passing by me on the right, and I'm tempted to turn around once she passes me and see what she's got, you know, stacked up on top of her legs in the back there. And um, you know what? You hear Jesus blow that whistle. You don't need to turn around and see uh, what her behind uh, is going to make you feel in your in your uh, tummy. If it's going to give you some butterflies or if it's going to uh, cause you to stumble in the flesh. Um, now, Ramdi, I, I think this is just so neat to find such a a popular worldwide. Um, soccer is the most popular sport. Uh, it doesn't seem like the U.S. has necessarily gotten with the program, but we've got the Olympic team and everything here that's doing pretty good. And we've even got the gals getting into it. And they're saying you need to pay us and fly us the same you do with the boys and stuff and keeping the trans girls out. And um, I just was wanting to know, is it just for boys, your program kicking for Christ, or do you do boys and girls? Uh, this is for boys and girls. Okay. This is for anybody who would like to kick in the name of Christ. Awesome. Uh, this is for anybody who would like to crush an opponent mm. in the name mm-hmm. of uh, our Lord and Savior. Yes. Uh, this is for anybody who would like to have no mercy yes. in order to have mercy placed upon them. Yes. So all are invited. And again, you have to be tough enough yeah. to, to make the theme. Yeah. I don't care what you got in your pants uh, or what you got behind your pants. What I care is what you do with those pants and the ball. Yep. Yep. I see. And, I see. Um, you know, just like Jesus was tough, you know, and Jesus both showed no mercy and he was the most merciful person to ever live. And, you know, he crushed. He crushed with his feet. The Bible says that, um, you know, Satan will bite his heel and Jesus will crush his head. It says that in the Bible that Jesus will. That's kind of cool. Jesus will use his foot to crush Satan with his heel. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I know usually in soccer, you use the front of your foot, but, you know, it still kind of works. Huh? Yeah. Do you ever use the heel? You can. You can use the heel. You can use the heel to uh, do like some fancy footwork. You also reminded me of um, a few years ago. I was going over scripture and I noticed something. Jesus kicked a lot. Oh, wow, is he that did. Right? There was a boulder over his tomb. How do you think he moved that? What, what shape? What, what shape do you think the boulder was? A ball, a sphere. Oh, oh. yeah, bam, bam. Oh. A lot of people are confused when they don't know how the boulder was moved. He kicked it. He kicked. Christ was the first person to kick. Do you know that? Yep. 
Christ kicked the money changers out of the temple. Oh my gosh. Oh, with, that's with, awesome. with the back of his foot, with his heel. Wow, doing fancy right. footwork. Fancy footwork. First person wow. to do fancy footwork was, uh, was Christ. <laughs> I have goosebumps. This is, that so, is so great. That is so great. And Jesus washed feet. I mean, if there's. Wow, it's all and, right and, there. And what are you using those feet for if it's not to do some mm-hmm. kicking? Mm-hmm. Famously, didn't wash his hands. Mm. Just feet. He only washes feet. Mm-hmm. Now, I meant to ask you, Ramdi, what what countries are you in now with Kicking for Christ? Where are you really seeing it uh, take root? Oh, well, um, we've just come from a successful promotion in Nigeria, oh, really? which is actually where my, my parents are from. And they're, they're there right now. I, actually, I didn't, uh, didn't get to see them because we're not on speaking terms. Oh. Um, but, um, but I hear they're doing well. Oh, that's good. How come you're not on speaking terms? My parents... And I, uh, we were close growing up, but uh, when I found this new lease on life and started kicking, I invited them for a tryout uh, on on the team, and um, my folks didn't make uh, they didn't, they couldn't cut it. I couldn't place them on the yep. team. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Everybody's invited, but not everybody makes it. Wow. It happens every day. So you had to kick out your parents from your team, and they kicked you out from your life. Yeah, yeah. Those. Those are the, the kicks that hurt the most. Yeah. Well, the Bible says that even foxes have dens and sparrows have nests, but the Son of Man uh, had to leave his home and his mother and father too. Now, Ramdi, I just wanted to ask, because I know there's a lot of differences between boys and girls in sports. And, um, you know, with you having these co-ed uh, leagues and whatnot with Kicking for Christ, you know, I know a lot of times like the girls, um, their their tees are closer to the hole in golf and their baskets are low and the three-point line is closer and all that stuff. Now, what are the big differences with soccer with boys and girls? Besides, I know that the boys always fake injuries and the girls don't. And it seems like the boys really stay straight as arrows and soccer seems to make all the girls become gay. Is there anything else that is like that you got to be, you know, aware of with this co-ed league? Well, the main difference uh, in this co-ed league that we do around the world is the amount of people that we have on the on the field oh really oh really what how do you do it what's a normal soccer team here's the thing a normal soccer team is 11 people goalie defenders midfielders and an attacker cool Uh, and attackers in kicking for christ we have 12 people on the team. Uh-huh. And how does that work out when you're playing another team that is 11? You know, uh, there's a lot of, usually a lot of uh, um, complaints. We have to convince the opposing coach that this is just us. This is what, what we do. Well, I think it's really beautiful that you're standing up for some Christian ideals and having 12 people on the field, I'm assuming, is because of the 12 disciples. It's a very holy number. And honestly, Ramdi, if you say it's a religious choice... They can't say anything to that. I mean, once you say uh, this is our religious belief, well, you, they they don't have a single leg to stand on. No, no, not at all. It's absolutely a belief, and it's a right, and it we make sure it is accepted and honored no matter where we are in the world. That's right. You can't. I don't have to make you a cake for you, you, your your gay relationship, and I don't have to take your vaccine, and I don't think you should be able to wear that uh, head covering. You know. Religious choice. Here we go. Here we go. Try to stop me. Okay. Speaking of Nigeria, uh, that you guys had built the soccer field on what, I guess, 
what, what what's the controversy there that that the church went ahead and purchased the land for the soccer field, but then that became something it was like an oil field or something like that, and then you guys were saying, hey, no, this is a field that we're playing soccer on, and then a bunch of guys were going, hey, this is actually our oil field, and we're, you know, it's it got a bit scary, didn't it? Yeah, it did get a bit scary um, with uh, with the the soccer slash oil field. What's it going to be? It got it got heated, and uh, I. Remember, I came into rehearsal. That's what we call. That's what we call practice. I came in and I said, "Hey, today, put your balls down. Uh, we're not going to kick balls today. We're going to kick that oil company out oh, of the field." Okay. We marched into their uh, their trailer. They had a trailer set up. We marched into that trailer. The owner of the oil company was there. Uh, a man by the name of Juan Keen. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, he's a. Uh, yeah, Juan yeah, Juan Keen. And uh, he uh, he said, you know what? I challenge you to a game. Oh. Of of soccer or of oil drilling? Of oil drilling. Oh, no. Oh. I, I wish it had been soccer. I would have been so yeah, much better if it was soccer. You would have killed him. We, yeah, we, we weren't prepared. We went, we went out to that field and we, we, we drilled. We drilled uh, at the goal line. We drilled at the halfway line. We drilled uh, at, the, at the corner flag. You know what we did? What? What's that? You found oil. I made a mess. Oh, oh no. whoa. This, the field is just not playable uh, anymore. I guess he did. That was a smart challenge because I guess he basically had you guys do the work that he was going to do anyway, and it I guess it did sort of backfire. Turned it into an oil field and not a soccer field. Yeah, it turned, yeah, it turned out to be a free labor, um, and uh, we, uh, we couldn't use the field. Now, Ramdi, forgive me if this is too personal a question, but... What's Nigeria like? It's a great place. It is a great place. I was in the, the Lagos area, a big bustling city. Did you say Lagos? Oh, I love Legos. That's awesome. That's like the. I built this awesome. I built this uh, no, awesome no, it, thing out of Legos. Um, Hallie, it was really cool. I built my own CrossFit gym. It was really cool. I built a Legos CrossFit. It's gym. It's a beautiful word. It's the word um, that uh, is at the beginning of John. With in the beginning was the Legos, and the Legos was with God, and the Legos was God. It's the original Greek of of um, that explains the existence of God. You know, one time when I was little, I swallowed a Legos, and it was really bad. And I actually, in the, in the doctor just said, let it pass, and it eventually. did. Did, I think, but uh, you know, there's still a chance it's it's still in there. It was a piece of Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I I uh, built many many a Legos, but living there was a uh, was also was great. I spent uh, a wonderful uh, a wonderful uh, six weeks there. What are the people like? What's the food like? What's the currency? What's the shopping? What's the landscape? Are there beaches? Is it mountains? Is it urban? Abs- absolutely, uh, all, all of it. It's delicious. It. It's, it's yummy. Uh, it's wow. Warm, and it's sunny. Ooh, delicious, delicious yummy, yummy, warm, warm and, warm and sunny. sunny. Wow, that should be the uh, subtitle for Nigeria. I mean, Ramdi, this is awesome, uh, you know, delicious, warm, sunny places. And speaking of which, I was just looking in the bulletin about the awesome Kicking for Christ program that you guys did in Costa Rica. And that was cool because it seemed like you guys wanted to build this beautiful soccer pitch, I guess is what you called it, in the in that little uh in that little uh, bulletin announcement, um, but then I guess you did you run into some trouble there in Costa Rica with the uh, the soccer pitch? Yes, this company was, was moving in to take our plot of land oh, no. that we that we had uh, aside for our, our field that was going to be made, and um, I, I walked into practice. I said, uh, "Team, today you're not going to be kicking balls. We're going to be kicking this company off our land." Yeah. 
Yes, awesome. Yeah. So we uh, we we put our balls down. We marched over to the uh, the, the company head, uh, knocked on the office door, walked in, and we were we were there face to face with the uh, with with the company head, and um, and you know who it was? It was it was it was a man named Juan Juan Keen. Oh, oh not Juan again. Keen. Yes, yes. Juan Keen. Juan Keen again. Juan oh, Keen. Juan Keen. Oh, so he's he's running a few companies. Wow. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a busy man. And we um we approached him, and we said, "Hey, hey, Juan, give us back our land." He said, "I will, but you have to you have to beat me in a game." Oh, I hope it was soccer. No, unfortunately, it was uh it was land clearing. Okay. Oh no. So we uh we, we went out there and we we had had our team. Clear as many trees as possible. Uh, just get the wildlife out of the area. Chase, shoot, go, go. And um, we cleared that land. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we uh, we put concrete on on the land as well, uh, and uh, set set a nice foundation for the construction site that they were were trying to build. So uh, so we it was a mistake on our part. It's my bad in leading my team down that road. But you know what? Um, some of us aren't leaders. Some of us are followers in Christ. And that's probably what I should have been oh, focused on right. instead of... Uh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just paved over your... You just... You basically did his job for him again. That's... Oh, that's such a bummer. That you just paved right like, over the soccer pitch. It also sounds like what happened when you went to the Bahamas with the a group of Climax kids. My son was on that trip trying to play soccer. And he said you ended up, um, you know, in some kind of dispute with a landowner there and you ended up planting an avocado field instead of making a soccer field. Was that also with this gentleman? Um, Juan Keen. Yeah. Yeah. The company is called Keen's Avocados. Uh-huh. Oh, right. Gosh, he's in, he's in oil, land and avocados. And, yes. And, we, and he's got a lot of free labor out of us. But at least you're getting to travel. I mean, you're going to the Bahamas, you're going to Costa yeah. Rica, you're going all over the world getting to really um, soak up the, the uh, suck the marrow out of life. That's who I think of you as, Ram D. You're somebody who's, you're really yeah, living. That's, uh, I'm, I'm lucky I get to spread the good word and, uh, and go to, uh, to so many places and, and push people to be better. Yeah. Are you married? Uh, no, no, I'm not. Um, hopefully one day. Ram D, I just want to give you a word basket of encouragement because I don't think you're going to be single for very long. I really don't. I'm looking at you and you're this gorgeous tall drink of water. You're such an attractive man. Your hair is clearly shampooed, which is such a plus. And you have this interesting, uh, rich uh, story. You are you lived in the UK. You're a Nigerian, British, American. I mean, this is the stuff that women just want to gobble right up. And you know where I think you're going to uh, find somebody special is on all these trips. You're, you're going all over the world. Do you have another trip planned now? Yes. I actually just got back from a wonderful country. Uh, China. Oh, China. Really? It's a wow. big country. A lot of land, a lot of, lot of culture, a lot of food. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful place. Before it's time to, to play the game, I was approached by a, a man. He tapped me on the shoulder. He said, hey, this, um, this, this area that you, uh, you cleared out to play used to be a rice field. Oh, really? Oh, that's so interesting. I said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry, sir. Right? We didn't, didn't mean to, to, to infringe. And just, we just wanted to kick. For Christ. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, who was that man? The man uh, that tapped me on the shoulder uh, is a, a man named, uh, named, it was a businessman named, uh, named Juan. Uh, 
Wan Keen? Wan Keen, yes. Wan Keen. He's in China too? He said, um, if you want to play this game, you got to go through me. And I challenge you to move move those move those goalposts. I challenge you to a, to a dig off. A dig off? A dig off. Oh no. And uh we we ended up turning the uh, the soccer field back into a rice uh rice field. Oh no. Uh, and um we weren't able to play play the game. Uh he got more free labor out of us. Uh which is something again I I think I learned from this time. You you know, fool me fool me uh, uh three or four times. Um ah no, there was that time in um in Denmark. Oh no. Ramdi Hungry was played by the wonderful Namdi Ungwe. Follow him on TikTok where he is doing so many, many hilarious bits. That's at Namdi Ungwe. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.